Magic Johnson is basically Ben Simmons. Alright guys, what's up? Welcome to Basketball Rejects. Today we got a special guest, Matt, Matthew Callahan. I mean, I probably should have done Matthew before Matt, just because that's how middle, you know, that's how nicknames go. But he's going to be with us for this podcast and free flow right after this. Mm -hmm. So we're starting with the basketball. And I, and I wanted to start with this because I know how you guys feel about a certain Philadelphia 76er. And this take is going to be wild. And it's arguably the most disrespectful take I've ever had. But it's you can you, you'll understand it. And so... The take is that Steph Curry is better than Magic Johnson. And you might be like, oh my God, that's crazy. Because Magic Johnson, top five all time or top 10, like wherever you have him, like he's probably in your top 10. And Steph Curry for, is like typically like kind of right outside the top 10. But hear me out. Magic Johnson is basically Ben Simmons. That he's not that much better than Ben Simmons. Thoughts? I think uh, it depends what you're talking about. I think that Magic Johnson is better than Steph at being a actual point guard, like a true point. If we're gonna label it as that a true point. Mm -hmm. um, and if I needed a true point, I would want Magic. If I wanted a point guard that could play make, I would want uh, Steph. Matt, what about you? What do you what do you think about? Wait, are you comparing him to Ben Simmons or Steph Curry? Because I thought we were talking comparing him to Ben Simmons. So I'm comparing Magic and Ben correct together, but so you think I, they're on the same level. I think they're slightly <laughs> different. So, so I guess I'll explain it a little bit better real quick. Is that I think it's clear cut Steph is better than Ben. Like there's no argument to be made there. 100%. But I think Magic and Ben Simmons are so similar that because they're so similar and Steph is better than uh, Ben, that the argument can be made that Steph is better than Magic. No. I actually vehemently disagree. I think Magic Johnson is fucking light years above Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons won, you have to remember, this year his all-star was a joke. Trey Young should have got in over him. He was not he was a, He's front. been an all-star like two or three times. Yes, but fan base matters in all star games. That's the issue with all counting all star votes. He's been votes. voted in by the by the coaches. Yeah, but counting all star votes is also counting your personality and your likeness. It's not always just counting how good you are at basketball. It's counting, like Dirk literally pulled himself from his all star game because he said, "I don't deserve to be here. I'm just I just have a fan base." Same with Kobe on his last year. He got voted in as an all star and he didn't take it because he said. It, I'm, I'm not playing as well as an all-star. That's Ben Simmons. He has good likeness. People enjoy him. They think he's cool, and he has a big fan base, so he's voted in. Trey Young's 10 times better than Ben Simmons since he came in the league. Ben Simmons, also, Magic Johnson has never lost. The, Magic Johnson isn't the reason the Lakers lose and not win. Ben Simmons is the reason they've been out of the playoffs. And... Magic Johnson also has won them championships with, yes, and we can say, yeah, he had stacked teams. So did Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons signed an Eastern Conference all-star team to his lineup, and he couldn't even make a 
finals. So, no, Ben Simmons is not even close to sniffing Magic Johnson's shoes. And Steph Curry, I don't think, is light years above Magic. I think Magic is better than him at being a true point, and Steph Curry is better than him at shooting threes and making plays with the ball. Wait, sorry, what was the last part? You, You think Steph is better than Magic? I think Steph is. I think Magic is better at Steph. If I wanted a true point guard, I'm getting okay, Magic okay. over him every time. If I needed someone that I was like, I need you to be able to, like, put run up an offense. An, yeah, put up an ass ton of points. And my team is not as good around you. I want Steph. If my team's yeah. loaded, I want Magic because I don't need Steph. If my team's loaded. All right, Matt. What are, What are your thoughts on the whole thing? I think the whole like All Star thing. <laughs> kind of does come into play where i guess point i mean kobe did take his last one but yeah he's similar to i'd say like a carmelo anthony and his down years like not necessarily down years because he was still producing uh carmelo compared to like ben simmons earning their all-star appearances because carmelo somewhat had semi down years but statistically was okay but you could argue he might have not been deserving of that like role i guess but I'd say Ben Simmons is a better defender at guarding any position than Magic Johnson is, just because I think he's more athletic. But mm-hmm. as a point guard, I don't think he's that much better at all, like really close to Magic, because Magic could still at least somewhat make shots. He was making plays. He Free was throws. finding people open. Yeah, he wasn't shooting worse than Shaquille O'Neal and Lonzo Ball before Lonzo had a straight shot. Like, this man was afraid to dunk the ball in the playoffs <laughs> wide open. He passed open a dunk because he was so afraid to go to the line. And yeah. I don't think that's in any sort of piece or bone of Magic Johnson's body or Steph Curry's body where they would ever shy away from that. Yeah. Where I don't think it's that. But the Stefan Magic Johnson argument, I think, is a little bit different. Like Tyler said, it, what type of team do you have? I feel like is the big thing. I think Steph changed the game more so yeah. than Magic yeah. did. Just because you see everybody now is shooting threes like Steph. I want to I shoot like Steph. You see Steph hitting tunnel threes and ridiculous shots, and he's like doing his shimmy, doing his thing, which I think when it comes down to it in the end, people are going to put Magic above him, which I'd agree as of now it, just because he magic has five rings he did have good players but i don't think he had near the team of kevin durant draymond green clay thompson yeah and himself and boogie cousins and so that's my that would be like another point i'd have i i think the teams they both had were really good not counting the kevin durant um super team I don't think if you put Magic on that team, he could be as effective as Steph on that team. But I also don't think if you put Steph on that Lakers team, he would be as effective as Magic was on that team. So I I think they would be incrementally worse. Like Steph with Magic, I think would be incrementally worse. But I think think Magic instead of Steph would be a dramatic drop off kind of thing. I don't think it would be like like for the I think for the respective teams. I think people really. Because we haven't seen Magic in a while, and I think also with Magic Johnson being the type of player Magic Johnson is, yeah. What what Steph Curry changed the game to where it was all small ball, all three pointers, all the time. But the second you put in a Magic Johnson there, you can't 
play small ball against Magic Johnson because he's going to go around you and he's going to get players really open. So I don't think it would be tremendously worse just purely because I think, especially a player of his caliber, I think if required to have a disgusting three-point shot, Magic Johnson is one of those players that could adjust his game to get that three-point shot. Like He's not going to be like Ben Simmons where he's practicing it for four years straight and he still won't ever take one. I think Magic Johnson would literally be like, I've practiced this for a summer, I can shoot, and he will start shooting. So I, I honestly think, and I think there are very few players, like also, like same thing with LeBron, like people say LeBron can't play in that era. I think if LeBron had to condition his body to body people, he would be I able to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole own discussion. Yeah. Would, I think he'd run and everybody so over. I think like that whole argument, like where it's like, oh, will they be able to play? They couldn't shoot as well. I think you grab players like Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or all these so, players that were elite levels. Those types of players don't really count for those conversations because I believe they're good they, enough. They're going to play in any era. Yeah, they're good enough players to where if I'm Michael Jordan, if I'm Magic Johnson, I got to shoot threes. Okay, I'll shoot some threes. Like I, I will learn to shoot threes and get better at shooting threes. Like Steph is tough enough to play in that era. I don't think he is. I think he'd get body. But the thing with that, I feel like, is when you're smaller and you're as quick and agile as he is, is that the more you kind of press up on somebody, it's almost easier to create a little bit of space, like to get because he only needs a fraction of space. And to be able, like, when you're pushing up on somebody, you use their body against them, and you're able to get a step back kind of thing. And all of a sudden, you got three feet of space, and Steph's gonna let it fly and hit it forty (laughs) percent of the time. But here's the thing. I think, again, you put someone like Gary Payton on Steph. I don't think Steph's strong enough to handle that. I think just that. I think that area is a little bit dirtier. I mean, you see when the Celtics and Lakers play and Kevin McHale just comes and clobbers Kurt Rambis. And it, you would this day and age, you would have been suspended and a fine. And mm-hmm. who knows? You may never play in the NBA again because he just I mean, that literally Kareem, clotheslined him. That, that Kareem punch in the back of the head yeah. that he did? Like that dude is out of the league forever. Like, Versus, yeah. like now, I feel like I feel like Steph could get room and do those type of things, but I don't think he'd get past someone walking underneath him by yeah. accident. Kind like of the thing. quote Bruce Bowen's yeah, league, like you know? just kind of doing those dirty things that would hinder him. Not saying he couldn't do it because I think his shooting ability could he could do that anytime. Because, yeah. I mean, there's, like, guys like Larry Bird who were amazing shooters before Steph Curry. But, it, So, one more thing I want to add to this, just to close out this discussion, is do you think with – like, how much worse do you think that Lakers team would be if they had Ben Simmons instead of Magic Johnson? A lot worse. I agree, because uh, Magic's made big shots. Like, we've yeah. seen him make that – the famous sky hook that he took from Kareem in the finals against Celtics. Ben Simmons hasn't made any big shot. He, he's a terrified of the ball in yeah. the fourth quarter. They can't it, play him in the fourth quarter. I don't think you all. can. I don't think with that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can compare someone where your team has to yank you to someone who goes magic. We need to give you the ball and we I need feel- you to make a play. Ben Simmons is not that player. And I, I get his hype, like I was hype on him, but at this point, he's 25 now, 26, he's been in the league five years, everyone holding out hope, like, well, he will be that, but no, he won't, 
He's not going to be that player ever. I think at best he'll be an all-star player, um, and he'll improve like Alonzo. Yeah, I think he'll improve. I think he'll still a solid player. Yeah, like I think at best he could be solid, but is he ever going to reach that superstar magic potential that everyone was trying to force? No, I don't think he'll ever be that good. I don't think. He's worked on his shot long enough. If he's not comfortable, it's like Blake, the Blake Griffin. I mean, we need we need to see it this year. Otherwise, like everything goes out the window. But I think Lonzo's made more strides than he has. Yeah, Lon- yeah. I think Lonzo's improved ten times more in less time than Ben Simmons. Yeah, and, and like I said to start that whole conversation, like it was clearly like a disrespectful take. Like I understand yeah. that it's like not what I believe, but it's just that like. They're, the similarity in the way that like Simmons and Magic played is like the different. The biggest difference is that Magic's good. Like, well, like Magic has the mentality. Like that's yeah. the biggest difference. He, he has the winner's mentality, and he has that goat mentality that Simmons doesn't really have. And I think like, and I think yeah. one other thing like people seem to forget when they whenever they argue Ben Simmons like he just needs time. He just needs time. That dude had the weakest injury. His rookie year, an injury that usually takes like three to six weeks to recover from. They showed him at the start of the season practicing with the team. He just sat out the year to keep working on his game. That dude had a literally a year head start, and he was still didn't make any improvement from what we saw in college. He was literally the same guy. It was like, okay, yeah, he can drive. He can't shoot. He can play defense. He's athletic, but that's it. Like, he can pass, but, I mean, I honestly, who can't pass in the NBA? Like, who who truly is playing a point position, point forward, whatever, that actually can't pass? Where it's like, they can't make passes. Well, and that Everyone goes back can. to the, the Magic and Steph discussion of there's point guards are asked to do so much and so many are asked to do different things. Like, a Kemba isn't supposed to be a playmaker and, like, get 10 assists a game. Like a Steph Curry and a Damian Lillard, they're not really expected to score ten points a game or to assist ten times a game. They're just there to score as many points as they can because they're their best offense. Okay, but, but here's an argument for that. I think Kemba's closer to let's say another goat, goat scoring point guard, AI. I think Kemba is closer to AI than Ben is to Magic by far. I think Kemba is ten times closer to AI than. Uh, ben is to magic. Maybe, but I mean, I think AI is so far down the list compared to Magic himself that. I think okay, the I biggest think... thing with Ben is one, him and Magic are very tall point guards, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's your first immediate thing. And two, they're both good passers; like they have that type of being able to make a play ability. But then, obviously, once you like break it down even further is where the discrepancies get larger in my opinion yeah Yeah. like as you get to the more minute details like the differences in those details get larger i I see what you mean yeah all right Uh, so let's move to the our tier list of current nba talent because i know this one's interesting um i think what we should do is honestly just give like the hot takes from the tier list i feel like a lot of us would be pretty similar in some of these players so, so I know you guys have the list of, like, the larger NBA. Yeah. Um, like, a larger list than I do. So, I'll do the top ten. You guys tell me what you disagree with. And then you guys do your list, and we'll go with that. Because I think you guys are going to agree on a lot of this. Is there a chronological be... order? Uh, 
it's a like... tier list, but it's like just top ten players. Like uh, you'll, you'll NBA. Yeah. Okay. So for example, for my first tier of the top three players in the league, I got LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. Like I think those guys are a step above everybody. And I don't think the the gap is huge. That's why I have a tier list specifically for the top ten, because mm-hmm. I think that like the gap between like these guys and then my next tier is like pretty close. So for my next tier, which is like four through six, is Giannis, Kawhi, and I have Luca there. Like mm-hmm. and pretty much any of them, I think are interchangeable. Yeah. And then um, on three, my my next set spot is seven. Seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. I have Embiid, Harden, and Jokic, and then to end off my top my tier list with tier four, I have Damian Lillard and Anthony Davis. Where's Kawhi? He was in Kawhi the... was in two. Yeah. He oh, was with okay. Giannis and Luca. And you don't have Kyrie? Uh he's he might be on tier four with AD and Dame, but it's mostly like top ten stuff, and I don't. I think he's right outside the top ten. I would agree with everything except I'd probably interchange Kyrie with Joel Embiid. Have Embiid in like tier four with a Damon AD. Yeah, I think I think Joel Embiid's really good. I think his issue, like Anthony Davis, is inconsistencies and injuries. And I think that's when you're talking about like best players in the league. I, for me at least, it factors into it. If you if you can't play, that's why AD's. I think he's not even in my top. 15 top 20 possibly oh, he's got to be in like top 20 um, i'd have him probably i think he's in yeah 15. he's i think he's top 20 yeah. he's rounding out the top 20 but for me like uh all the other players i have on this list besides lamello as a troll are consistently playing are um, consistently playing well and yeah like i think that's my only issue with joel Embiid. i'd probably put him in my but technically, Kyrie's had some injury problems the past couple of years, too. Yeah, or but... Or just not wanting to play and wanting to sage Yeah, he, he, some of it's him being a nutcase, but when the dude plays, it, it's not like you look at Kyrie and it's like, okay, he's all, he's playing all right tonight. Like, That's kind of how Embiid is. Like he, yeah, he's I feel like, like a... Embiid's more of a... He will take over a game and you can't stop him because I feel like there's such a gap at good centers in the league right now it, Yeah, that like you it, can't it's... guard him. He's I feel like sometimes big. I feel like I've seen a few game I, I've seen a, a few game and, and this could be just because Ben Simmons is so fucking bad, um, but where I'm like, even though he's playing well, I'm like, I mean, he's not doing that much. But again, it could be because Ben Simmons is playing so horribly that like he's just in a hole he can't dig himself out of. So I mean, they go from like a fifty five hundred team to like a seventy five hundred team when Embiid is playing. Yeah, no, like, that's yeah, what I'm MB, saying. Like, I, I might be MB's, judging him. I thought I he was MVP until he got hurt. I, I, I might be judging him harshly purely because Ben Simmons. Like, because it's hard to, like, separate the two. Because it's like, I feel like it, it'll be better once they, let like, get rid of Ben Simmons and get a different point guard. Because then you can kind of be like, okay, this is what Embiid can do. Because for me, I kind of roped them together because they roped themselves together. Um... And it's like, because I feel like regardless, when Ben Simmons is playing horribly, Joel Embiid can't make up for that. Um, and so I might be judging him harshly based on that. Like, because Ben Simmons just puts him in such a hole, he can't do anything. Which, 
I agree. If your point guard can't play, it's probably pretty hard to get some get good wins out against tough competition. What about you, Matt? What's your tier list looking like? Mine uh, with your top ten, I honestly agree with pretty much all of it. Yeah. Honestly, like I feel like those are. I mean, you could like shuffle a couple guys around, but I feel like those guys were <laughs> right there, and I feel like some of the guys that might have missed out, like kind of like, would be. I'm. Not, I wasn't even the biggest Paul George fan, but how he played those yeah, past playoffs yeah. this year, he's a guy that's like right on that edge, and then you got like Donovan Mitchell right on that edge, and D Book is questionable for me to be there, yeah. but. Like he I did it through the first three rounds, yeah. But in yeah. The finals, it, and and like I said, like all for mine, it's like it was pretty much strictly top ten. But then like AD and Dame, I can't put at that ten slot. Whereas, like to go to the guys that you guys said, like Kyrie and George, like George, like they're both like bubble top ten players. Yeah. But I feel like these are the guys that are that yeah, I would I just have in Paul my George top ten. Plays like he did this year, like, yeah. Again, it's a uh, it. it He'd be in my. He'd solidify being in my top ten because if yeah. he plays like that, like he he outshined he's... Kawhi this year, yeah. and everyone was like, he's the problem. And then this year, Kawhi got injured, and it's like Paul George can't do enough. Like he can't do it all. Like yeah. the yeah. team's just that bad. The dude's dropping 40, 30, and fifteen. Like the dude's just going crazy. There's not much he can really do about it. So, so then, where for you guys, where is the difference between, like, so there is kind of that, like, three tiers list where you have, like, the superstars, or, like, I don't even want to say superstar. You have the top five to ten players, and then you have kind of, like, superstars at least below the top five that, yeah. like, the LeBron Durants and Steph are, like, mega stars. Yeah. But then below there, you kind of get into the superstar list, and below that is, like, the borderline all-stars, like, the all-star borderline all-stars. Mm-hmm. Like, for you guys, where do you kind of, like, where's the, the switch? Like, who who are those, like, so, kind of fringe guys for you? For, for mine, mine was – I that, that's what I did. Mine's not in any order at all. I just grabbed them. Like you guys yeah. saw I grabbed them and dragged them. Uh, the only one I have, like, kind of trolley is Mellow in the S-plus tier. Um, but that's like uh, my Mello, Steph, Greek, Kawhi, KD, Kyrie, Lamelo, Luca, and Russ. Just because Russ just—it's hard for me to downplay the 2K numbers that that dude put up. Yeah, I mean, he's and literally so, a my career player. So yeah, on the bubble of mine would be like a Russ from that like top top tier like to like the superstar level yeah to like the level where i have like dame booker morant jimmy jokic paul george middleton in the playoffs i i have jimmy that high because i think this year the dude is just exhausted like i think this year is an easy year to pick on him it's almost like the LeBron thing, where like both of them underperformed like kind of dramatically this year. Yeah, because think... they both had such limited time off. Yeah, and so my thing with Jimmy is, I think yeah, it's really easy. I could drop him a tier, and it's easy to pick on him because I mean, dude, everyone knows the like picture of him like bending over the hoop, like literally huffing and puffing. Where. I think, yeah, like, I think Jimmy Butler is that good when he, like, last year's Heat, he was a top 10 player in the NBA, or the year before. He was, like, arguably better than Kawhi kind of thing. Yeah, the dude was going crazy, and so I'm just not fully harshly judging Jimmy off of this year, because I think that would just be a little bit unfair, 
Um, and then I have like Trey Young. So like my bubble, I would say if like the best and then the worst players out of these tiers would be like, I would say like the Russ and like the Kyrie would probably be the fringe players of like the top, top tier. And then of the next tier would be like a Dame, Booker, Trey Young, Paul George. That would kind of be my fringe. And then the other fringe is like 80, CP3, James Harden. Um, I've never been hot on James Harden. I, I really, and Donovan Mitchell, I think they're all in the same tier. CP3, I just think he's just, I think he just can't win. And that's kind of where this tier comes is they need another superstar to make noise. Ooh, that's, a, that's a good one that like, we'll get into in a minute. Yeah, I think that's why Chris Paul's here. I think talent-wise, yes, he's he's talent-wise, he's a top five talent. But again, that upper tier, besides Lamelo as a troll, all of them I think could make noise without someone else being on their team. Like Russ, he had the Wizards who were awful, and this dude is putting up video game numbers like absurd. Devin Booker, even before Chris Paul got there, when they were in the bubble, went ten and zero. He's going off. Jimmy Butler grabbed a bunch of young kids and yanked them to the finals. Like, I think all these dudes are kind of those players. Like, Trey Young with the Hawks. No one saw the Hawks making it that far. And, like, and so I think this tier, like, AD, Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Chris Paul, those kind of, and James Harden, too. I think they need another superstar or they're not going to be able to make noise. Like, when Chris Paul has someone to compliment, He's one of those players where it's like, holy shit, Chris Paul's elite. But when he doesn't, it's like, besides the Thunder year, when he doesn't, it's just kind of like, yeah, Chris Paul's still phenomenal, but they're not going to do anything. And then, like, below that would be, like, CJ McCollum, Jamal Murray, just because he didn't play this year. So, could be disrespectful, but... So, you'd put Bradley Beal down there when he was this second leading score slightly behind Steph in the NBA this year? Yes. I put Bradley Beal down there because I think Bradley Beal, again, I think Bradley Beal is one of those players that can be very fluid, but he's super inconsistent. Like this year, he won points a game. No, this year he was very consistent. But beforehand, you have to remember when John Wall was there, it was like, get Bradley. People were literally screaming for his head. Like, get him out. He sucks. He's at best a solid guard. Like, people were losing it. They were like, get John Wall some help. Get rid of Bradley Beal. Stop paying this man. But then this year with Russ, and I'm sure Russ obviously complimented him really well, is, like, he popped off. So I think it'll be interesting to see what he does next year. And I think I he's mean, one of those fluid players again. But the, the Wizards also just suck. So, like, yeah. he, he, like, he has to score, and if he doesn't score... But exactly. like, what, was, yeah. what was their record when... when he had like 50 plus they were like they were like oh and nine right yeah, yeah they like didn't do anything which i'm not blaming on him which is why yeah. he's there but again i think he really does need like he needs help and he's not going to be like a to be fair I, everybody does even the top yeah players in the league right now like but no i think on their own yeah but i think bradley beal would need more help than most of the players above him the only reason chris middleton's there is because he went absolutely mental in the playoffs that's literally it. Um, but besides, think it's just that I think Bradley Beal's is in a way lesser system compared to some of these guys because some yeah. of them don't have like, I mean, you could argue like Kyrie. He's in a great team with Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and James Harden, two scores. So like, he's going to be a premier guy. Versus like, what if you swapped him out and put in 
I mean, like, like Bradley if... Beal, because like their team is so bad. Yeah, but like, you have to remember, Kyrie played on the LeBronless Cavs with and Dion they Waiters. They were horrid, and that dude was consistently like, "Holy shit, this dude is like." People were like, "This is the next Kobe Bryant." Like they were going insane about Kyrie. Bradley Beal just had this year. Play style. Well, yeah, he's gotten older for sure. And so yeah, I think I Brad... like Bradley's gone like up and down, but right now I feel like he's on a higher up than like yeah. some of those guys and, are right now. Yeah, and I think I want to see him go higher before I put him like. So do you have him below higher. Donovan Mitchell or above? Um, I think on this I would probably put Bradley above Donovan Mitchell. He would probably be like literally on the fringe. He would be there with so, CP3, AD, and him. If you and James. Wear... One comparison for both of you guys, or just like where where do you rank Ja Morant compared to like a Donovan Mitchell and some of those guys? I think Ja Morant and Trey Young. Uh, like Ja Morant like, so compared ja, to Trey Young? Just like on a list of like okay, you're gonna have Ja, Donovan, and like Trey. Like, like start one, start one, bench yeah. one, cut one. Exactly. I would start. I love I love Ja's play style, so I'd start Ja. Bench Trey cut Donovan Mitchell, and, and so a couple of weeks ago, and it, it might have even been last week, but we were talking about guys that are winners that mm-hmm. they just have the quality that wins, and I think Jaw has that, and I think he might have even been one of the names that we mentioned. Like, yeah, he's not made yeah. the playoffs yet, but the Grizzlies are not a good team. Like they, and he's also in the team. West, and he's not even putting up crazy numbers. He's it's something like. 19 and 8 maybe kind of thing mm-hmm. and so like trey young gets you points and i mean it, what he did in the in the playoffs was crazy mm-hmm. and i almost i don't necessarily think it's a fluke but i'm i'm not a full believer of that i could see that yeah and so like it's almost like the jimmy butler situation for me where i'm just like because for me being like a huge luca fan it's Luca and Trey Young, and like everyone's like, "Oh, well, Trey got further in the playoffs," and it's like, I mean, I think Luca's still like three steps ahead. I think, of him. yeah, I think yeah, Luca's like the next face. Yeah, I, I think Luca's yeah. the best out of the the young point guards. I, I, I just personally, I really am high on John Morant. Yeah, I think like, I, I but probably... I wouldn't ever be mad if you interchange them. Like if someone's like, "Well, I think Trey's better," I'd be okay. Yeah, and like, if someone's and, like, "I think Jaw's better," but okay, like and, and it's, it's one of those things. And it's also like their team composition because I'm mm-hmm. I think my order is the same. I would start Jaw, uh, bench Trey, mm-hmm. cut Mitchell because I do think if you were to put, like, like it's hard because you can't necessarily interchange them just because Mitchell's a, a shooting guard. Yeah. And like how would like a Jaw Morant and a Mike Conley work for the Jazz? But at the same time, like you give Jaw Morant like Gobert, you give him like Inglis. You give him those options, and I think he makes that team a winner. And mm-hmm. if you put Donovan Mitchell on the Grizzlies, I almost think that he turns into a Bradley Beal. Yeah, like, I, like, yeah, I'd agree with that. And like, I like Mitchell, but I, I mean, he's a, he's like six three, so he's pretty small for his position. I think and... what Shaq said kind of hit the nail on the head. The kid's great, but he's not elite. He's not like that echelon of players where he's like near that level yet i think he's a i think he's really good and i would love to have him on a team but if i had to pick between him and like 
most of the guys above, pretty much any of the guys above him that aren't 40 years old, I would probably pick them. I think this year for them was like their number one in the West coming yeah. in. Yeah. They had everything lined up. This is, this has got to be your best shot. What do you yeah. think, Matt? What would you? How would you order? Yeah, would you order it like I'd, us? Or I'd probably do it the exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think Jaws so the, good. I think it's tougher for the Trey Young yeah. versus yeah, yeah. Uh, Donovan Jaw. Mitchell. Oh, on that because oh, I, I think Jaws better than Trey because Trey's. I feel like Jaws so much better of a playmaker. Like, look mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the team that they signed in Atlanta. They got some good dudes. Yeah, on they have good they teams. Got shooters for versus days, like, I mean, they didn't. It's not like they had Jared Jackson and Dylan Brooks were pretty good in Memphis, but Jaw just took that team that was like kind of hanging around the nine to ten spot, and then like I feel like that they're young as well as well. The Hawks, mm-hmm. I think the Hawks might have a better trajectory because they're in the the East. And mm-hmm. it's easier, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think Jaws is so much more of a dominate, like in your face player because yeah, he'll jam on you. He's not as good of a shooter, yeah, I mean, obviously, but the way like he tries this, to dunk on people that was so yeah, respectable it, that he just, I mean, like, it, I'm gonna it brings you. energy to your team like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both do, but and I the, just the, feel like Jaron Jackson didn't even play last year, basically. He nope. Yeah, he was games. hurt, so I mean, they lost Valanciunas, so we'll see how that goes, but. I, yeah, I'd That's agree. Young, I think their young core to me is more dog-like, and yeah. they will. They, they will remind me of the Heat. Out. I, yeah. They remind they're, me of the Heat from when they played the Lakers. I feel like when I feel like when they go to the finals, down. they'll be scary. I feel like they'll be very scary if they make if they. I feel like if that's the team, like if they get hot and they get some hype behind them, I feel like that. Like I feel like they would blow out Trey Young and the Hawks. If that team I mean, like got some bite behind them, I, I just hope they don't turn into those like mid two thousands like grit and grind Grizzlies, because I I'm fearful that that's their roof, because mm-hmm. like I was a believer when it was like it was twenty fourteen or fifteen, when the Grizzlies were going up against the Spurs and they had uh, Mike Conley like Tony Allen Rudy Gay, uh, Marcus All and Zach uh, Randolph and they were all like in their peak at like the same time and everything. But they just couldn't get past that Spurs team. But I honestly think, like, if they get past that Spurs team, there's a good chance that team wins the title. Like, mm-hmm. right before the Warriors were coming in and, like, right when, like, the Heat were... Like, they would have been a good matchup for the Heat just because of their defense. Like, it was... Their defense was so good. And I think Jaw is, like, better than Conley. Like, even yes now at 21 versus like Conley at any time and is like a better leader and more equipped to lead them. But at the same time, like I worry that like, it might just be an organization Mm -hmm. thing too, that they like just can't figure out how to get over that second or like that semi conference or that semi finals or that Western conference finals. And like, here's my thing. Like here, here's another thing. Why I put jaw in a tier above Chris Paul. Tell me, Jaw on that Suns team instead of Chris Paul would not be fucking insanely scary to play up against. I feel like Chris Paul, though, brought the veteran aspect that those young mm-hmm. kids needed, like, with that team. I don't think it'd necessarily change. I think athletically, sure, but, like, I think where they went wrong in that finals was just the mistakes down the stretch that he made himself, but you saw, like, was like, wow. 
Aiton and Booker are playing so much better than like people thought in their first playoff run. And then you started to see it unwind in those key yeah. moments where it didn't for the Bucks. Like Giannis yeah. was just making those plays. And they have a little bit of Middleton was. Yeah, and, you so saw CP3, and you saw CP3 doing what CP3 does, which is if that yeah, dude, the stretch when if that dude gets the over. ball, yeah, if that dude gets the ball in under two minutes, you're fucked. Like, he is king turnover, or he'll go and try and take a stupid shot and, like, flop the living fuck out of it to try and get a call because he knows it's a bad shot, won't get the call, and the game's over. Like, the dude has done that, and that's why he's in my A tier with Beal, Mitchell, AD. So I think talent-wise, yes, he's insane. But that dude does not know how to win, like, at all. I think this year, I think uh, we talked about it on our first podcast, Matt. Um, we were saying that this was the year for the Suns to win. Like, yeah, maybe next year, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. next year it, they're going to be this game. Like, the Lakers and Nets both somehow got better with zero fucking money. <laughs> but I would have yeah. thought the Clippers would have been more of a better chance with Kawhi coming back, but some of the moves they've made this offseason, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, I mean, think they're giving up. I think him and PG, they'll definitely – I don't want to compete. count them out. I think they'll for sure compete, but also then you got a healthy Murray coming back for the Nuggets, so they also don't have Jeremy Grant. I think the East has a better potential in like five to seven years when all these superstars in the West, like LeBron and Dame and Chris Paul and all them kind of fade out of the league and retire just because mm-hmm. the young talent in the East is really good. You know who I thought the Nuggets should have gotten that I'm really bummed they didn't? And I, Matt and I have talked about this before, Mitchell. I'm really mm-hmm. bummed the Nuggets didn't let Jamal Murray go, like try and sign and trade him for Lonzo. Because I honestly think that Lonzo would make that Nuggets team so good. I think they would be so much better with Lonzo than they are with Jamal Murray. Well, so talking about the Nuggets is I, like I'm super high on MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., me too. And I think if he develops the way he can, like that he's capable of, that he can take that team over the top as they are, that if he ends up being like, if he ends up being so good that job Jamal Murray becomes that third guy on the team. Like, I, I think that Jamal Murray's injury is potentially the best thing to happen to that team because it's allowed Michael Porter Jr. to like really step up, take a role and like he kind of tapered off in the playoffs but i mean he played 30 games basically as like the second option and mm-hmm. he for 25 of them he was putting up fucking kevin durant numbers like the the dude is insane if he gets the opportunity he's gotten better on defense and so i think i still think denver is in a solid position to win but it kind of depends on how much uh mpj mpj improves this year I agree. I think they need yeah. him too because I think losing Jeremy Grant was mm-hmm. huge for that team this season. Yeah, I think Gordon's a good pickup though. That kind of fits in. He was, but he too kind of just they both just faded off. Yeah. In the playoffs. Like I mean, they got a year now. Like so, maybe next season they regroup and they come more together with the whole unit. So they, I think they're definitely one of the scary teams in the West as well. So if we're talking about tapering off. What do you guys think of the Knicks? Because uh, Julius Randle fell off thing. a fucking cliff in the playoffs. 
You literally yeah, like, shove this dude off of the off of Mount Everest, and I honestly think his stats are steeper than that. Fall off. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that the Hawks figured out his game and how to stop him. I think it's more that he stopped himself. And it, from what I've heard about like New York residents and New York Knicks fans, is that they're still on board with. Um, they're still on board with uh, Julius Randle, which is good because good. a lot of like Philly and New York are two of the harshest teams to play for. Where if you don't perform, they'll take you out real quick and like basically boo you out of a city. But they still seem to absolutely love Randle just because of what he did throughout the whole regular season, and I think he's fully capable of continuing to play really well. Like I've always believed that he's a third a third all NBA team level player. And mm-hmm. if he's that player, if they, they, they got a couple good pieces around him. If RJ improves a bit, like they still have Mitchell Robinson, like they have a solid core. And the problem is that I think the gap between a team like that and the nets is just so fucking big. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, one, one comparison. Last one I have is er, a yeah. question for both of you guys. If you're comparing the Hawks core from this season mm-hmm. compared to the Celtics with Tatum and Brown, who mm. do you think is going to come out on top? Celtics. For me. <sighs> I think Who's going to guard up inside? They have no center for Capella. I, I think so. And who's going to guard Trey? The reason I think this is because as much as I hate the fucking Celtics – I really do not like that team. I'm a Laker fan. But, dude, I am so high on Jason Tatum. Like, I think that dude is so fucking good at basketball. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I think he's so good. And I mean, I got Dennis Schroeder, too. You got to remember that. Okay, so (laughs) that's their weakness is they have a point guard that shoots 0 for 13. Um, and they have no big man like i figure like when you have like I've, i see it as like pieces you got yeah. a tatum you got trey young you oh got... i thought you were talking about like like just core like tatum jalen brown versus like trey and john collins you mean like starting oh, well, five I mean, I think, well yeah i just saw like just like their core of like their team like i mean but, like for who, who do you think is better for the future or like for this yeah, upcoming like, season just like go like say like next five years i think i like I'll, I think, I think the, the Hawks because I think the Celtics are going to go through a blow up. Yeah. So, so too, yeah. So my thing is, I, I don't even think that. Yeah, I'd agree with you guys. Like, I don't think the Celtics will last five years. I think um, their window's already gone. I, I think they're so, just coasting at this point. And so my issue is, my issue is, I think that that core is going to change. Like, I think the issues that you're talking about are the issues that they're talking about. And they're going to have to ship Tatum or Brown, which I would I would hope they had the brain to ship Jalen Brown instead to try and get a semi-decent big man, a 3-and-D role player, and if Dennis Schroeder plays decently, keep him. Right. Hypothetical trade. You could do Brown. I, I don't know who has him, but just say you could do this. You trade Brown for Vucevic, and then you snag Robert Covington. 
Does that make... I think the... that would make the Celtics core 10 times better than the Hawks. I, d I don't think they'd be able to get Vucevic from Chicago for cheap just brown i think brown's plays decline like i think well, you you're either gonna blow anybody. it all up or you're gonna try to give everything you can into jason tatum and getting him yeah. guys you're i feel like there's no all your picks and everything so i don't think anyone's really gonna sign there i don't think you you would i don't think they'll let go of jason tatum yeah like i think, I think he'd have to want move to and they try to get other pieces around tatum and hope that Tatum doesn't leave when his next contract's up. Yeah. That yeah. I think the only way Tatum leaves is saying I want to leave. I don't think he leaves by them saying, "All right, we need to rebuild. We're trading." Because this was their rebuild. Like these yeah. players are still young. That's what's scary is these this was their rebuild. This was the team that they farmed draft picks for for years. I also think um part of their issue was they didn't have good coaching. I don't think Brad Stevens is that good of a coach. I've I mean, never thought he was that from Doc Rivers, but huh? I think they missed out on some key trades they could have done that could have set up this team. Like say when they were doing that James Harden trade, if they were able to snag Jared Allen and then yeah. say you were able to ship Brown in some picks and get a Shea Gilgis Alexander. I feel like that if like you did Shea, some moves like Tatum that and yeah, Allen that would be, be pretty nasty. Yeah, you'd have a, a young team in a very good team compared to like where like did they, yeah, I I feel they like... got rid of tice and i don't even know then they retake al horford back or something yeah i mean they've got money to move the Cavs are the fucking perfect destination for trying to get a center because they have every center in the fucking league yep yeah like, i think if you could get someone like jared allen on the celtics that team would be fucking crazy yeah i mean honestly it might just take jared out like you trade an evan fournier and evan fournier is on the knicks now Oh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking he was... was Get rid of Marcus Smart's contract. They just signed that. I yeah. feel like he's their Draymond. I feel like he's their Draymond, though. I feel like if they lose him, that team loses their personality, and I think they I lose... I think they have one at this point. They just. But I, I honestly... I think they're significantly worse. So, okay, here would be a question for you guys. Do you think they'd be better off keep having tatum brown and then whoever they trade marcus smart for or tatum smart and whoever they trade jalen brown for like say jared allen either way let's say tatum brown jared allen tatum smart jared allen what do you think would be would help their team play better what do you guys think well i don't think i mean trade i mean in a a rig in a hypothetical scenario, yeah a hypothetical like, world they, that's their core well three. obviously you'd take you'd get rid of smart because he's a lesser player than brown but i don't think that would necessarily I, work well like i think on paper the it's the you trade marcus smart but i think kind of in actuality you trade brown yep that's where like, i'm at i think i think marcus smart is their dream on like i just see it as if if he's that important to them then what what is jason tatum doing wrong if he's not that guy why can't your best player fill that gap i i just not everybody does like we don't hear much about like for as big of a market as boston is we really don't hear much about like any other players and stuff because but i mean steph curry isn't that guy like and he's top 15 player ever yeah and, like he's just not the kind of leader that draymond is mm -hmm. um like it's not necessarily a bad thing but in in Again, like if you were doing a straight up trade, if you were like, "Oh, I can trade either Brown or Smart for Jared Allen," straight up, like, 
even if I believe in Marcus Smart being like the quote better option, like I'm still going with the better option on paper, and I'm keeping Brown. Like, yeah, I I think it's all it's hard because I don't know, I don't pay attention to the Celtics because again, I despise them. I'm glad they're bad, um, but it would be really hard without me paying attention and seeing. Like, I feel like you'd have to see like what does Jalen Brown bring to the team? Is it something other than talent? Because if it is, like. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like he's a better scorer, and I don't. I think Marcus Smart's quote defense has a lot to do with flopping, which mm. isn't necessarily what I need in my team because I don't okay. think he offers too much scoring wise. Because I think mm. if Jalen Brown, you could turn him into a lockdown defender if he's not scoring as a difference. Yeah. Compared so to yeah, that and that's what I'm saying is I'd want to see is Jalen Brown just bringing talent because as you said earlier, his talents even taken a bit of a dip not a dive but a dip i think that whole team has yeah. yeah and so if that's just it like if i walk into their practice facility or in a game and marcus smart's like trying to keep him in the game he's the one like he's their coach on the floor like he's their draymond i would keep him but if he's not and he really is just lockdown defender and he's just loud but he's not really like you know like there's a difference between being loud and leading like if he's not really leading then yeah, I would be obviously, yeah, you're a lesser player. You're not much of a leader. You're just a yeller. Sure, go away. But it, that's where my thing would be is because he comes off and the team seems to center around him. He seems like that leader for them, like that guy that they need and that is kind of like that Jimmy Butler where even if I'm not playing the best or like that Draymond, even if I'm not playing the best, I can still motivate these guys and push these guys to play good enough for us to win. And so that's what I'd have to see. Because if Jalen, maybe, who knows, maybe Jalen Brown's the leader and Marcus Smart isn't. Like, maybe they, like, Jalen Brown's the leader and Marcus Smart's getting the credit because he's louder. Like, that's what's hard for me is, like, I'd have to see, like, the intangibles to really be, like, but from the eye test, I would personally probably get rid of Jalen Brown and keep Marcus smart because I don't want to see that team with a head coaching change and a leadership change. At, at like least he's more this like first Pat season Mev to me. Yeah. It, it, he very well could be. And yeah, that's what I'm saying is like, like it might take a change to see whether or not he's a Draymond or a Pat Bev. Yeah. And so it, would I risk it? Probably not because I still think the team's good. And so I, I wouldn't know if I'd risk that, but I, again, I don't know. He could be like a Pat Beverly where he's just fucking loud. Like he's a little chihuahua on the team. That's just very loud, but he's not much of a leader. Or he could be Draymond esque where he is the leader. You lose him, your whole, sh- everything you have crumbles. And because Jason Tatum might not be that leader. Jalen Brown might not be that leader. Whoever they get, if it is Jared Allen might not be that leader and it just crumbles. But I mean, I think it just, really depends on what risk you're willing to take and i was hoping kemba would be that leader when he came there but uh he, like, almost was, he wasn't but... okay so then talking about championship teams i want to get into this next one yeah let's get into who... the other ones so we're not on this podcast for four hours <laughs> yeah who do you think is the worst player that you can win a championship with as the number one guy um as like number like, one he... So like, I would say the, Greek. You think he he's like? I think he's the worst that, player. Like, top five talent to be able to, like that. You have to be that good. I mean, you could arguably three. say it already happened with Anthony Davis. 
Yeah, true. But but see, I don't think he. But would, I don't think he was, was number the one. Top. I think LeBron yeah. would I think be the number one. Him and LeBron switched off though, because AD would be on one game and off another. He did that. The okay, we mean time. like true, like a true number one, like throughout yeah. the season. That's their number one. Because I'll say like I think going like this season for the Lakers specifically, Davis has to be their number one. Yeah. Like that, if LeBron is, I don't think they win. But as for just in general, like you build a team around one guy, and he's. Like, the number one, like, you can have, be, like, Kevin Durant and still have, like, a James Harden. Like, something doable kind of thing. But, like, where you're the clear guy. like Because, like, does a, a Harden and Kyrie win a championship with that team? I don't think so. But with Durant, they probably do. Uh, Possibly Dame, then. You think it's, like, that guy? That I kind think of guy? it could be, like, a Dame or a Joel Embiid. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I you think you of, could what? But you think you could win a championship with Dame as your number one? Possibly. I mean, he just he's never had like really good guys on his team. So like, mm-hmm. if you have like a solid center, I mean, the year that they had it when uh, it wasn't Vucevic, Valanciunas, no, Nurkic, Nurkic. Then they had Nurkic and he broke his leg. That yeah, that looked like potentially it could have been it. Okay, like I could see it. I think CJ. I mean, if you get the good CJ and you have a good big, True. that team is scary. And yeah, he's still the clear number one guy. I the- mean, Joel. I think you had his chance, but if you swap out a Ben Simmons for a half decent scoring guard, that could also be a huge difference as well. The reason I, mean, I say be Greek- like a Ben Simmons for a Dejounte Murray kind of trade could almost put them over the top. The, yeah, I just the, think they value Simmons way too high. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a D-tier player. Um, the, I, the reason I say Greek is because, honest to God, I think you take away Chris Middleton's 40-point games and Drew Holiday playing at the ceiling he had when he was drafted. Like People were like, this is how good he could be. Then you saw it finally this year. I think you take either of those away. They don't even get past the Nets. That's why I say Greek. I mean, they're because- like two inches away from not even getting there. Yeah, yeah, like I think like, I, I I don't think they make it far at all. That's why I say Greek because I don't even think they'd be in the finals if Chris Middleton didn't go out of his fucking mind and Drew Holiday didn't play at this ceiling he had when he was drafted by the Sixers, where they're like, oh my god, it could be AI again, but a the bigger one version. Why I disagree is because if you take Greek off of that team, they're probably one of the worst teams. Yeah, like, they're lucky to be eight. Yeah, and, and I mean. We don't need I think you do that with a lot of players, though. I think you take Dame off of the Blazers, and they're lucky to be even sniffing playoffs. You know, but that's different in the West compared to the East. I mean, the I eighth think eighth seed you... in the West was like a four in the East. I think you yeah, take but... Trey Young off the Hawks. I think they're hot dog shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, we but... don't need to stay on it too long because pretty much the consensus seemingly is that the worst player you can have on your team to win a championship needs to be a top 10 player that yeah, if you do yeah. not have and, and, almost, and i can see it like, being top Dame. five like it's... where you almost need to have two top tens or a top five yeah and, and like that's kind of the reality like even if you have a top 10 you probably need another guy that's top 25 like if you don't have two top 25 players like you're probably not. I mean, win. dude, and I think you, you know, and I think LeBron, Katie, and Steph literally just prove like how they're uh, often they are in the fucking finals, as to like why they're just the best number one options. Like you know, you have the yeah. years with Kawhi, um, which I think Kawhi is really good, but 
Um, I mean, I, I still, I would still put KD, LeBron, and Steph over Kawhi because I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think as good as Kawhi is, like he'd be my number four. But I think just, dude, I think what KD, LeBron, and Steph bring is just like all time greatness on your and- squad. And I, I said this earlier, like in the first podcast, but it goes back to it, is that in the last like 40 years, there have been three championships or like three finals that don't include Magic, Larry Bird, uh, Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, Kobe, Duncan, Duncan. Uh, LeBron, and Steph. There's been like three finals where no, none of those players are involved. And two of them are in the last like five years. And that was... Like, Kawhi, no, because Kawhi played against the injured Warriors. Um, it was, Who was it? The Mavs Heat back in 06, this last season. Um, and then, like, in the 80s or, the, okay. like, the 90s. Like, it was, like, uh. Sonics yeah, that Mavs or, Heat, uh, fucking Dwayne Wade had a bone days. to pick with somebody, bro. He wasn't <laughs> losing that year. That motherfucker was making 40 look easy. Yeah, but but it just goes to show if eight people are involved in forty finals, that you need, the like all of those guys are top ten all time basically, like yeah. and if you don't have a top ten all time player, you're almost not winning a title, or like top fifteen all time because like Steph and KD basically, um, but with that said, if you could form a duo of any two NBA players to play together for the next four years, who would you choose? Uh, Matt, do you have one off the top of your head? Because I don't have one off the top of my head yet. Uh, Luca and Kevin Durant. I was gonna say Luca. I, I was gonna say Luca and KD. Or okay, I'll do a spicy one with like really young players. Uh, John Morant and Devin Booker, or Luca and Devin Booker. I think that would be fucking sick. I think that would be the coolest fucking dynasty you've ever seen. Or honestly, I'll get even spicier: Lamelo and Booker. I think that'd be fucking lit. You have two dudes. Close to the same type of thing, though. What do you mean, Melo's a Melo's pretty damn close to a true point guard in today's NBA. I think he's really close. to I a think true he's point. closer to like a Trey Young style. Like he likes to, he can do it all. I think he's really well rounded. But I think Booker's like such a dialed in like shooter score. When you have like two of the, I feel like it's easiest to do big and small. Is my thing. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think it'd be cool. I think it'd be something fun. Like, if I wanted like pure dominance, like win me a title every fucking year, I would probably do Luca KD, yeah. or like well, I mean... a Trey Young KD, because it would be just mimicking Steph and KD. Um, but or just fuck it, Steph and KD again for four years. <laughs> Let him fuck the NBA up all over again. <laughs> well, I mean, and that like. That's why what I would love to see because I think their play styles complement each other are Luca and Giannis. Like Luca running the point guard and having a guy like Giannis on his team, it would quite literally be unstoppable. Like I, it would be on a duo level that is Kevin Durant and Steph Curry or like uh, Kobe Luka and Jordan. And Giannis? I don't yeah. think it would be the one... Steph and KD level. The one issue I feel like you'd like run into forward, them is though? you is not enough shooting because that's mm-hmm. so like. But I mean, like today. you could get a lot of cheap shooters around them. I feel like, like you'd be able to then get. Then you're guys... banking on the, Then you'll have like the kind of cop out sometimes LeBron uses is the guys 
weren't performing around th- him enough with yeah. the shooting. Department. I think a better duo with Greek out of the young points would be Trey. I think Trey would pair very well with Greek. I think uh, maybe even Ja Morant could pair very well with Greek. I actually think Luca and Greek would conflict each other, not as much complement each other. Even Lamelo and Greek, I think, would complement each other better. Because I think you just want like a pure point guard to run it with Greek, but I feel like I agree with that. Um, having Greek play more off ball, letting Luca dominate on ball. Greek yeah, dominates but... the paint and. I think Luca can defense. develop a shot though much better, which could balance it, it out. So I could see that for sure. I could see it. I, I'd and rather those three. Like but my thing is, where's yeah. Luca? Where's Luca the most comfortable? Backing someone down in the Dirk area, right inside the three-point line, lining up that post shot where the paint's open, and then he has a shooter open where the defense doesn't know where he can go. And I don't think Greek could fill that void for him. Whereas if you have Trey Young, LaMelo, or John Morant, you have to get up on them. And if they're up on them, Greek's going behind them. Whereas Luka doesn't want as much to be behind the three-point line. He can shoot I mean, it, and Luka, he will. Luka shoots a lot of threes. Like, yeah, he, he does. does. That left side wing. That yeah. Step yeah. He does. He, he does. Spot. And I think Luka's good enough to make it work, but I'm just saying I think those other three would complement him better than Luka would if you were to pair Greek with one of those four. I think I just, Luca would be the last one I would choose, even though I think I Luca's the think better anybody, one of them. Pretty much anybody in a seven-game series can beat those two, like in a seven games. But that said, moving on to my next guys, would be our LeBron and Steph. Like, we've seen them go at each other for years, but I Four think years, LeBron, though? LeBron's going to be dead in two. Well, just before their career is over. Like, I just, <laughs> I just want to see them play together. Like, I don't care who they play. I don't care if LeBron goes to Golden State. I would love to see him play with Steph. Like, we saw it in the All-Star game. Like, the fact that LeBron would just be able to have the ball, Steph Curry plays off ball, and he just kicks it out to him. Fucking. That's why I think game. Russ and him are going to be like, really, really cool to watch. That's why I really like getting Russ on the Lakers is because I, I really think Russ's driving dish is going to work so well with LeBron. And AD because AD doesn't have to be in the paint, the area he's scared of most, because Russ will go in there and kick it out to his bitch ass. Like, I'm super excited for that. I think Steph and LeBron would be fun to watch. I think I they'd be even more fun. I think that's a, like a dream everyone's been wanting. Like, even yeah. when they first did it in the All Star game, everyone was like, wow, like, could you imagine this? Yeah. Imagine that, f- imagine that four years ago. Steph, like, I even still think the next two, three. No, yeah, insane. of course. Yeah, but I'm saying imagine like LeBron, like peak athleticism, like yeah. heat LeBron, Cavs LeBron, and then you have fucking Steph. It'd be, it'd be unfair. It would be ridiculous. Like, like I, I just want to see it because it's like, who doesn't want to see people on a team? Like I get that you want oh. the competition of like Jordan and whoever, like Magic and Bird, but at the same time, it's like, these guys are about like by the time their contracts are up, they're thirty-eight. Like okay, here's they're, a good they're not question. In the prime anymore? Just play on the same fucking team. Let's see. Who how do it you goes. think would be a better team up if instead of Kevin Durant went, LeBron went to Golden State, no. or the Kevin Durant Golden State team? What team would beat I, each other in a seven-game series? What do you think? I'll let Matt answer first because I think I, we have the same answer. I mean, I think KD just the sh- their team is shooting. 
Like yeah. he's literally a, a seven foot walking sniper that does yeah. anything. So easy I think, money sniper. Yeah, I think LeBron <laughs> and Steph on their own team is a better fit with other guys versus what they already had there. Okay, I feel like was a yeah. plug and play for like KD, and that's yeah. why they literally immediately won. And it was just yeah. like, wow, this, I mean. pure dominant. Like, like, everybody yeah, knew it was insane. over as soon as he signed. Yeah, like, we would say the same thing if LeBron signed with them. Yeah. But that's just because it was the two best players in the league. Um, okay. I just yeah. was wondering, because we were talking about, you know, that dream, dream of them teaming up. Teaming yeah. up. yeah, and so I was like, okay, well, would it be better? But I, I, I agree with you guys. I think Katie's Wait. fucking disgusting. I think, honestly. Here's, an- here's another thing, though. Um, okay. Who do you think does better in that four-year period if you trade Steph and Kyrie straight up. Kyrie, KD in that Warriors team? Yeah, like Kyrie, KD, like Kyrie, KD Warriors. So I guess like three years, two years, or Steph and LeBron on the Cavs with the with films love. that they basically had. Yeah. Wait, wait. So hold on. I'm confused. So you're saying – you're swapping just Steph so it'd and Kyrie. Kyrie. It'd be Kyrie, Clay, and Draymond versus Steph, Steph and LeBron, LeBron. after the first year. Yeah, I yeah, I think the, the Warriors team. team would probably still be better because I still think they could literally torture you with shooting. And I think Kyrie's a better. I think Kyrie in his prime was a better point guard than Steph. But that might be a hot take. I think I think Kyrie's, if he wasn't I mean, mentally insane, the... I think Kyrie's probably the best point guard in the league. I I think he's better than. I mean, and that's the debate I've been seeing of, like, the Kyrie or Steph, like, and how close it is and everything. And that's why I ask, because I I think it's close, and I think that Warriors team is just so fucking good that I mean, even bro, if Kyrie's a little bit below him, that there's still, like, the gap between the Cavs and the Warriors was huge once Kevin Durant went there. Yeah, like, you that, saw like, it, dude, when they played each other. Like, bro, Steph would hit a three, Kyrie would come back down, break his fucking ankles, put him on the ground, and then shoot a three and make it too. Like, I Kyrie, think I, in that series, it was the fact that he had LeBron in love let him do so much more versus, mm-hmm. like, say, when they the Warriors first one, when it was Harrison Barnes, Steph, mm-hmm. Iggy, yeah. and them, versus when you put – the only situation you can compare Kyrie to that to is when he went to Boston with Tatum and them and that was a train wreck is the one reason why I still think I'd rather have the, Steph than Kyrie. Yeah, and that's when they're on awesome. their own and they need to be the big guys like yeah. the whole season Steph's Yeah. Done. And I know it's a big thing but that yeah, that's why I said I think if Kyrie wasn't mentally insane, I that's think very Kyrie true. would be he does yeah. think Earth yeah. is indeed flat. I I I think <laughs> honest to god if Kyrie I mean, it is, but... had a normal mental true, state I can't. I'm gonna walk off the edge soon. <laughs> like I think if Kyrie had a normal mental state, that's why I was saying that. I think he yeah. would be the best point guard in the league, and people would still talk about Steph, but it'd mainly be about Kyrie. Like I think if Kyrie had that Kobe, LeBron, Steph kind of thing, where you're just a normal, you're wired normally, I think he would by far and large like the amount of thing he could just do more than Steph, and that was my thing. Like Steph shoots lights out. But so did Kyrie. And Kyrie could do everything, though. Kyrie could go. He could drive past you. Steph's handles are crazy. Kyrie's are just as good, if not better. Like, the one thing Steph may be able to do better is pull up and shoot a little bit better. But I still wouldn't be like, 
if I had Kyrie doing that on my team, I'd be like, you're not Steph, don't try it. Like, if Kyrie walked up, crossed someone, pulled up from Coach's box, I'd be like, that shit's in every I mean, time. Kyrie, Kyrie is one of my favorite players. Like, I, I said, I tweeted this recently, but I'm like, I, like, sometimes I hate on Kyrie because he's a nutcase. Yeah. But then I watch him play for one game. And Bro, I'm it's like, art. This dude is the most entertaining player in the league. Yeah. And it's, it's literally like, not art. close. Like, like, he's so fun. Dude, Caprice, I was showing her highlights, like stuff like that, because I was watching highlights like Steph Curry, and she's like, wow, he's really good. I showed her highlights of Kyrie, and she was like, holy shit, like that dude is insane. It, she's like, yeah. is that like, she's like, is this like the best basketball player? And I was I mean, like, and people say he's one of the most skilled all time. Like him and Kobe. I agree. Like, I would they yes. say him and Kobe are the two most skilled players ever. Yes, I would. I would completely agree. If you're talking basketball skill, you're not talking yeah. about your brain. Like, I think footwork, Kyrie, like sh- like shooting touch, like all that kind of thing. I would argue against anyone that Kyrie is the most talented basketball player we've ever seen. I think Kyrie's a better scorer in any different. I mean, Steph can drive too, but I think Kyrie to create, like Steph's good at creating outside because he has so much range. Yeah, I think and that's Kyrie, why his inside yeah. shooting is better because of how much of a threat he is outside. Exactly. So I think Kyrie though can just do a little bit more elsewhere, which like in that aspect of like technical skill, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, especially when you're talking about players like Steph and Kyrie, like they're so close. Like you were saying, Matt, those little things, like I think he could do yeah. a little bit more, which is why he's a little, he's better. Like, I think that that's what it kind of comes down to. in like these, cause it's not like you're going to get a player where you're like, Oh yeah, he's just fucking 20 times better than him. Like, you know, Jordan Kobe, it's like, they're really close. What do you think? Who does what a little bit better? That's who's better. You know, it's not like, uh, oh, yeah, this dude. It's not like I'm comparing Steph and fucking Ben Simmons. Like, Seeing you know, them like, breaking people's ankles, though, those highlights don't get old. Those yeah, dude. Kyrie, no, yeah, they both never, of them like, have insane. In 100 just, years from now, we're going to be watching Kyrie highlights. And, like, Ky- Kyrie might be the kind of player that in 100 years from now, people are going to be like, this dude's the greatest. Like, he might not have ever put up the best numbers. But like he was the greatest player ever by the time he retired, kind of thing. Like, I agree. Just, like based off highlights. I think if you, yeah, I think if anyone watched like Caprice doesn't watch a lick of basketball, and she was literally yeah. asking if Kyrie was Michael Jordan. That's why people were freaking out. She was like, "Is this yeah. Michael Jordan? Like, is that why people freak out? Because he's really fucking good." I was like, "No, that's Kyrie." Yeah, Kyrie like, Irving. You're gonna be able to show like Jordan highlights and Kyrie highlights to somebody in 30 years, and they're gonna be like. Kyrie's better than Jordan. Yeah. Like, just based off of the highlights that you have. And I think KD's also up there, too. Like, talent, like, dude, having a dude that long, that big, that can cross your shit. I think he's arguably, like, the most talented player the NBA has ever seen. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, it used to be LeBron, and then KD came and really showed his shit. But, like, KD, you can't guard him. Like, I don't care what air. You can't. It doesn't matter who you put, put Kawhi on, on. Put whoever the fuck you want. Put best defender ever. I don't care who people say is the best defender ever. He's dropping put 30 the, on him. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. It doesn't matter. If the dude scores 25 or less, you're like, thank God we slowed him yeah. down. <laughs> Which is like, you're like thank thing. God he shot. He, he was he scored 27 and shot 55%. <laughs> like, like, bro, like, you didn't you, do anything. <laughs> Mitchell and I were talking about this on the last podcast. Matt was like, bro, you see the bucks who had this insane defense right and katie's the only threat and the dude's still dropping fucking 50 on the defensive player of the year (laughs) like one of their guys if joe harris hit 
one random layup bucket yeah. or anything. If he didn't go win. like one of eight. <laughs> yeah, they win the game. Well, this dude is like. I think I mean, that was. Will be like, oh, he airballed last year. That man put everything he had on that court to win that game. And if his foot was. <laughs> if, this if he was a size 14 smaller, instead Brian, of a size 15, yeah. he would have won, which is insane. Like, yeah, bro. That that was one of the most entertaining things. So I was like, no way. No I, I way he's I doing it again. Like most of the game. And then I turned it on for the last like three minutes of the fourth. And I caught like the fucking best part bro, of the game. Yeah, like, we were watching shit. it in Discord. We're like, oh shit, they're going to lose. Katie pulls up from half. Then overtime comes like, fuck, they're going to lose. Then Katie does it again. We're like, holy shit. Then second overtime, oh, they're going to lose. Then Katie does it again. We're like, dude, this yeah. guy, just give him the game. Just be like, okay, sorry, Bucks. He's done enough. <laughs> he deserves this game. I think it's and, and setting so, it up for the, the Lakers showdown this season. Oh, and dude, so, I hope they're both healthy the, and we Nets see them in the finals. I think the Nets have a better and easier route. I want, I want to see Russ versus KD in the finals. You know <laughs> Russ, Russ is going to come fighting. in like a yeah, fucking dog, him, bro. He isn't, he, he's going to go for the They're going to go for a rebound, and Russ is going to fucking take his ass dude, out. He's, he's seen Ron Artest videos. He's going to throw that swing and elbow. Could you imagine, though, like, game like how much hype would be if like russ is on a fast I break mean, katie russ, goes up and russ posters him the amount of screaming just, just katie would get that. in his face think about the the storylines lebron versus Kyrie. Ke- yeah kevin durant versus westbrook like bench player alone. anthony davis versus bench player james harden perfect like, six men in the who nba has the uglier beard yeah <laughs> who uh, looks uglier clean shaven but like talking about kd where like i think this is almost the perfect way to describe him sometimes but who what do you think is better a loud 27 versus a quiet 40 it it was asked by like evan fournier i think a couple weeks ago on twitter and he was like the loud 27 is like step backs dunks whereas a quiet 40 is like layups and free throws and to like give more perspective to it like because I've always thought, like, LeBron is kind of a quiet player. Like, you don't notice, and then all of a sudden you look up in the third quarter and he has a triple-double and 20 points. I mean, I but, don't think – I think maybe now, but I think before just, LeBron was the loudest motherfucker in the state, that dude would well, fucking soar. Well, But, like, you wouldn't notice the fact that somehow he would be on a 15-0 run by himself. Like, because it, it just yeah, comes in the flow that. of the game. Like, what do I think is better? What do you mean? To watch? Because if it's my team, obviously I want 40 points. Well, no. I think he's, like, what he's saying is, like, I feel, I think it's the loud 27 because those big plays swing momentum and, like, other players, like, get really hyped kind of versus, like, how in the bubble sometimes in the finals, you're like, wow, LeBron's having an off night. And you look at stats, 20, 10, and 7. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, I I would agree. I'd probably say the I mean – Perfect example is I don't think James Harden's all that great. He's probably one of the quietest players ever because all the dude does is shoot free throws, and I think he's extremely overrated because of it. So, like, well, and- that's obviously my preference is the loud 27 because I think I think James Harden is third-tier player. I don't. And honestly, it hurt me to put him there because I really don't think he's that good. Well, and see, for, so for me, like, the examples – because, like, I, I understand how some people think LeBron's, like, a loud player, but I think he just – he has loud moments, but overall his scoring, I feel like, is kind of quiet because you, you, he's a pass first player. Yeah, like we all know that about him, so we don't look at his scoring as much. 
Whereas like for somebody like Kobe and Jordan, we kind of notice every single time they score a point. And so like th- for me, it's, Oh shit. Like they take the breath out of the building. They do whatever. And they, you look up and they have like 27 versus LeBron who is getting his team involved. Like, like you notice him getting his team involved more, but then you look up and he, you find out he has like 30. Like once LeBron gets into the territory of like forties, you know, he has 40. But, like, the Kevin Durant is almost a better example of, like, a quiet 40. Like, that dude just, he hits mid-range shots. He hits a couple threes. Yeah, and, and I think Russ. He's at 40 points. I think Russ would be the perfect example of a loud player. But you know yeah. that motherfucker's going off because he's in your face about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's screaming down your fucking throat. In which and, I think is, I love that energy. I've always loved that energy. I think a player, you hit a big dunk, a big poster, scream in that fucker's face. Just demoralize him more than you already did. Like, I think it's so raw when you see someone get postered and then that player hit the flex and, like, just scream right in front of them because, like, it's like, I already got embarrassed and now he's screaming in my face and I can't do anything about it. (laughs) I mean, it's the whole troll of what uh, Trey Young was doing to the Knicks, basically. Like, trolling the entire city of New York. Yeah. I'm just hoping to see that... uh... A recreation of the Wade to Braun photo, but with Russ this time. Oh, that'd be so that'd be, raw, yeah. dude. Even it, and it, I want it to be the other way around. Yeah, like, need to. That, or with that would be lit. Because yeah. okay. like, you know LeBron would be like, and, and he would be he would be like, I'm acknowledging D Wade. Like, what's up? And then, like, it'd be after the game. He's like, Yeah, I knew we had a chance on the break. I was running in front of Russ. He was coming right behind me, and I was like. This can be our D way to LeBron moment, you know, like and Anthony Davis is the uh, Chris Bosh. Yeah, like <laughs> coming out of the background, he's like, "What's up?" Hey, Bosh was clutch though. He got that rebound oh, and kicked it to Ray. It's like, still too far. Back out to Ray, bang, dude! I love that bang. That shit's dude, so those lit. Poor people that left that stadium early. Oh my god! Imagine who leaves the like... finals games early. I wouldn't bro. leave a finals game if it was a 40-point blowout. Like, exactly. The, like, yeah, bro, if I'm paying $1,000 to go to a game. money I would have to have to confidently walk out of a finals game, like, I'm like I, don't, yeah. I don't give a I'm fuck. Spending Especially that much. When, you're, when it's game six. So if you don't, it, like, if they don't come back, like, at least stay for the celebration. Bro, Matt and I like, went to, like, the other team. random Clippers game, and it was them versus the Magic. But Matt's mom got us, like, really sick seats. So everyone's, like, leaving because they're, like, kicking the shit out of the Magic. I'm literally sitting there screaming for the Magic. I'm like, let's go. Every time they made a bucket, I was like, let's go. Like, trying to get a comeback. Didn't happen. Make it a game. But I was like, I ain't leaving. I'll still find some sort of enjoyment out of this. This is dope. Unless you have Staples Center hot dogs, you're good. That's facts. So... Let's end it on this last topic. I yeah, wanna, this one's getting long. Yeah, I, I want to rank some NBA cities in LA, 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 LA. <laughs> <laughs> so the Clippers, you know, that's your team. Yes. Hey, he was screaming Clipper Nation all last season for a while. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> love it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like where I'd walk if I was an NBA player, or like in like, like a con. My list is kind of a combination of both what I believe would be the best for an NBA player, but then also a little bit of my personal preference sprinkled in. Well, if mine's a personal preference, I'd probably do L.A., Miami, 
Boston, Chicago, and I guess New York, even though I wouldn't really want to go to New York, man. I feel like New York sucks. Everyone I know that has gone there, even Trey, he went out there. You're going to piss off our... Jocelyn's friend with the, that. With well, Jocelyn, your skin <laughs> fucking blows from what I've heard. Even Jocelyn said New York isn't that great. Like, nah. And then Matt went Basketball to Chicago. Matt went to Chicago and was like, this city is fucking lit. So that would be a city I'd be down. Miami's. Actually, See, I, no, fuck Cle- Miami. I hate Florida. I've been to Cleveland and it was in peak fucking LeBron years and that city was still fucking miserable. Yeah. There's no shot in the world I would ever want to play there. I would say LA. I'd pull Kobe and be like, yo, trade my ass. I'm not fucking playing for you. LA. <laughs> like if I was a player, I'd be like LA, Chicago, Boston would be dope. Uh, Toronto, I heard is pretty dope. Yeah. I, I really don't, wouldn't want to go to New York, man. I feel like New York what? sucks. What, what about you, Matt? I put mine somewhat on, like, basketball, but also, like, fans as well, kind of. So yeah, yeah. I had L.A. one. I had New York because, I mean, they will love and hate you, but their high, I feel like, is so much higher than other team like, places high. And, and you got to think, like, endorsements, too, you know, like the yeah. kind of money you can make outside Man. of the court. Yeah, but I'm be the GOAT, so I'll get an endorsement wherever the hell I go. For three – might surprise you guys, but I put Oklahoma City because that place literally—it's like ne- a college they, town. It's, it's never not sold out there. Yeah, that I'm... that place is always if they they will love you till. I so, mean, but you're not you picking like Kevin Durant. You're not picking where I'm... you'd want to go, right? Like this isn't you. No, I'm just putting it as like I mean even. I, like I don't know if I want to. No, I so say they live in Oklahoma live there, City, but like playing how they, there? T- yeah, how they yeah. take care of like that team and that city, I feel like is so close. Yeah, it, it's insane. It, it's one of the best arenas in the in the league. Like, oh, no, that's not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> then I put Boston, just because I mean it's Boston, Miami, Philly. I feel like Philly is like a poor it's man's New York, New York, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then, you're gonna get fucking killed after this podcast. I don't, I don't agree with that. Hey, the I Eagles mean, suck too. They're gonna win five games this season at most. Good luck. I love the city of Philadelphia. I, I enjoyed my time in Philly, but if it'd be rough if you're not an amazing player, like yeah, if you're like it, Ben Simmons, yeah, pretty much. Like if you're not, like if if they think you're not playing up to your potential, you're gonna hear it. Yeah. Then Chicago, Brooklyn, Toronto. I'm surprised Chicago wouldn't be higher up on your list because when you got back from Chicago, you're like, bro, this is really literally cool my place, favorite city. It, it sucks when you have the goat as your yeah, like as your player. It's you're always going to be compared to Michael Jordan. Yours, I'd be you're like, well, stop comparing it. I'd say stop like comparing LA, me. I'm better. I mean, it'll be different once LeBron's gone because I mean LeBron and Kobe and Shaq like. I mean, LA is almost players. easier though because it's because well, they you have always want history winning. of winning. Yeah, yeah. Like where it's like they don't focus on an individual. You know what I think is like, funny? We just want to win. Whereas for the Bulls, it's like we want to win, but also you're not Jordan. Like we've done enough winning because we have Michael Jordan, and it's like yeah. you know what I think is funny is none of us put Golden State, even though it's in Cali. Like none so, of us put Golden State. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll read out mine real quick and. LA would be my first. I hate the city of LA, but if I'm a player, like 
I do what Philip Rivers did. Live in San Diego and chop her the fuck in. <laughs> well, he like, is a Sprinter van. Okay. Like, I, 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 I live in, like, outside, like, Malibu, Calabasas, some shit like that. But New York, Brooklyn, mostly would not for the want money. To live in Brooklyn. I wouldn't live in... I'd live outside the city, but... <laughs> but <laughs> Motherfucker. Brooklyn. Oh, I wouldn't be but in like that to, city at uh, all. But to play, like, again, like, endorsement money, like, the money I'm going to get is going to be more than anywhere else. The, my next up, though, would be, like, Miami. Because for me, fucking being in Miami, being around, like, Puerto Rican Latino. women, Latino women, I'd be fucking living my best life. He's doing and, and, four games. Yeah, and there's no state income tax. Um, true, Phoenix true. would be fucking lit because Just move out to Riverside, bros. 106 <laughs> today if you want that. It's cheaper than nah, Phoenix as well. Because <laughs> see, Phoenix, you it it gets hot as fuck during the summer, but you're not yeah. gonna live there during the summer. It's right next to ASU Tempe. So there, if when I'm like I'm at the max age, like at my age right now, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna think about leaving Phoenix probably, but like I'd get in there my rookie year to like the end of my second contract. And I'd be like, there's so many fucking hot girls guys. And it's so affordable that I would love to live there. Uh, Toronto. I've heard like nightlife is dope. Chicago for obvious reasons. Dallas, I think would be dope. OKC for the same yeah. reason Matt said. And then Dallas and Houston would be dope when a tornado mm-hmm. comes here and wipes your shit out. Be sick. That's more like Oklahoma city though. Like it's oh, okay. more North. Um, oh, sick. But then, you know, just not like Boston. Like, as much as I like Boston, like, I enjoyed Boston. But if I'm, like, an NBA athlete and I'm, like, you know, black, fucking, I don't want to be in Boston or Utah where they're racist as hell. They're not racist to their players, just the other ones. What are you talking about? There was a lady that called Marcus Smart a uh, hard R when he was Yeah, he was exactly. The she didn't call Donovan Mitchell one. But I'm talking about that's in Boston. They still they do that in Utah to players all the time too. I'm more surprised you put Phoenix. I thought my OKC one was a little bit weird, but Phoenix, man. I choose Phoenix over OKC for me. I spent three months. I I spent like a semester at ASU too, so like I have a little bit. I guess it's different because you guys are also looking like personal preference. Yeah, yeah, that's like yes. That's what I said. Like there's the. The preference, the yeah, I have a little, a little bit of the personal preference yeah. sprinkled. In. I'd be like, down as fuck to get a one day contract and play in OKC. You offer me an actual contract, I'm looking everywhere else. I mean, it's I mean I'd want to there's say, a one or a two in front of that those two yeah. zeros. If, it's if I'm getting the same contract, comfy in there. If I get the same contract as anywhere else, even oh, with then the I'd stay in California 100. I wouldn't leave. Well, and, but that's why I also have like Miami and the the Texas teams, is because there's no state income tax. Yeah, he is. Mitchell's definitely gonna die soon. Nah, it's the state. It's avoiding the state income tax, and then it's again, true. once once bro, the okay, hurricane when, season hits, you leave. I hate that. Okay, why do people say, bro? These dudes are making a hundred million dollars a year. Give well, do you me, think about that. Like that's yes, thirty million dollars that you're making. Yes, but that. think about it. A hundred mil, right? Let's say they take 25%. That's still 75. I'm still living comfy as fuck with 75. Yeah, but think about how they're living in California. Then they got like a $10, $15 million mansion. And then you got all this other stuff. I live in an RV. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be fucking Chris Pratt in the the NBA. (laughs) Top athletes in the world. They ain't doing that. Bro, that'd be fine. And 
Yeah, that's like why I... they have their their son. I guess that makes sense if you if you don't play, you always have a house in Cali though. Yeah, I mean, especially with like property value going up and everything, I'd be like, I'm yeah. definitely owning property here, and like, and for me personally, I'd want to be West Coast more than East because East Coast gets so fucking cold. Like as cool as like a Philadelphia or Boston or like even Toronto is, like you're playing during the winter months, so it's cold as shit. And it's like, I'd rather be, that's what, oh, another reason I have Phoenix. So I'm like, it's going to be fucking nice the entire time I'm there. Like LA, like, I don't really want to live in the SF, desert. But... Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, it's fucking bitingly cold. It's like 50, 60, whereas in those places, like in a fucking Detroit, that shit gets Bruh. like below zero. Before COVID, the winter before COVID, it got down at night out here to like fucking 30 degrees one night. I went outside. That's went to take a piss. Negative thirty. I went That's to take true. a piss. I can't do that. I can't do cold like that. I went to take a pee outside in the desert, and all that came out was an icicle. It literally just froze as it was coming out. But no, I went to really cold Montana. It it really, it's not that bad. It's like, it's like heat. It's it's like the it's like the opposite version of heat. Like you know, like people will say like, oh, if it's over a hundred, like it's just fucking hot. Like but, at a hundred, it's hot as fuck. At a hundred and five, it's hot as fuck. You're not gonna feel a huge difference. It's just hot as fuck. It's same out there. Like, but it, there's Mont- snow and you have to deal with snow. And yeah, snow but like when it was zero out miserable. there, and then the next day we went out it was negative twenty. I was like, it's just cold as fuck. Like I didn't yeah, notice I mean, you, the difference. You, like you dress appropriately, but like I don't want to be having. I don't want to have hand to drive around us. I don't want to have to drive around a city with snow. Like, yeah, black granted, if, joke. Yeah, like, granted, I would just fucking hi- either hire a driver, driver, or if you live in the city, you just take the fucking train. What, in Portland? Are you just talking about Portland? No, like what? East Coast. No, cold, cold oh. areas. Yeah. Portland like, is weird, but cool. Um, Portland I mean, would be a fun city, too, just because of, uh, they're so in like, tune the crowd. with their team, too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the reason I, I could be wrong. I'm not a scientist. Um, I thought the reason that black ice was more prevalent in Oregon and Washington was because they're like on the coast, and because even when it gets cold, it's still warm enough where it's freezing as ice and not as snow. Whereas like Boston and Philly, I heard they didn't have as much black ice because like the snow the freezes as snow. Because I know that's how it was in Montana. We didn't hit, like, any black ice um, at all. But there was just a lot of snow. But I could I be know. wrong yet. I'm not a I'm, fucking I'm not the person to talk about fucking black Medi- ice with. Meteorologist or anything. But, yeah. I'm a, I, I just, I, I, it fucking snowed in Austin last year. And there was the winter freeze. And oh, yeah. They shut, shut the whole city down because there weren't, like, granted, like, a city like Boston is way more prepared for that. But yeah. it's just, like. Had a match being this a... loser in Texas while we're in California. It's like sixty degrees out here. Yeah, <laughs> he's like fucking freezing his ass off. His ceilings I... leaking icicles. No, I was lucky because a lot of people was were out without power. They were without power. They were without water. I was only without power for six hours, but I was without water for like two days. And I saw a like... lot of people in like Frisco and Dallas were out of power like fucking two weeks. Yeah, like one of the I mean, dudes, that's, it's literally one of the reasons I left. Was, I saw these COD like pros. This. They went to each other's house. He's like, you smell like shit. He's like, I haven't had water or power 
for fucking days. Like, I can't do anything. I, I was like, well, that's nasty. Let, let's end this podcast, get out of here, take a little break, and then we'll come back for free flow, talk about whatever the fuck we want. And dicks. that, yeah, I mean, there'll, there'll be at least two dick conversations. Oh, yeah, Matt, you can hear so. the, uh, if any of you don't like, if any of you haven't watched Free Flow and you're just for the basketball, last week in Free Flow, Mitchell let us know that uh, if he were to have a threesome, he would go jerk off in the bathroom because he'd get overwhelmed. So that's a good note to end on. If you want, come watch free for a flow. I mean, the, that clip was blowing up. People love that clip. So well, I did too. The, I the thought it thing. was hilarious. They used it. Okay, Mitchell, what'd you do in threesome? I'd go jerk off in the bathroom because I'd be overwhelmed. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. We don't need to talk more about that on the basketball podcast. Let's get the fuck out of here. Grab some drinks and get and move on with it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Make sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe. Give us a topic for next week. And let us know if you liked Matt. uh, Because Matt's someone we'd want to have back on the podcast. Oh, yeah, dude. Make sure to follow Twitter. Of course. We'll have you at least one more time. At least. (laughs) Make sure to follow Mitchell and I's Twitters above our heads. And then Matt's Instagram above his head. You can see him shirtless. Um, So. Yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like about to put it on private. <laughs> All, right. All right. Peace out, everybody. Laters.